Okay, sweet. Um, cue wizard fight. <laughs> wizard fight. Welcome, my friends, to another episode of the Pitcast. Uh, mm. It's me, Carter, mm. the MTG Meatball. Mm. We're joined in Moss's abode by mm-hmm. the man himself and uh, Big Brain Bob. Holla. The core three are here. We were supposed to have Lorian tonight, but he's the wrong kind of sick. Yeah, let's just touch off with that, man. We've got a whole bunch of lords that are under the weather. And this will be kind of a hard segue here into the Madison event, but uh, like six or seven dudes got sick at that <laughs> event. So I don't know who patient zero was, but I thought it was you, but you didn't get sick. Maybe yeah, you're just a carrier. That is fucked up that you would assume that. And I stayed with Shane and with Lorian, and we were codenamed the Cult of Doom. And both of those guys got the flu. And I've been well so far. Yeah, so to, um, to set the scene here, this was our fourth, which is amazing. And I know I probably said that last year, but this is our fourth Madison tournament. And we decided to change it up this time by doing teams. And I feel like with these team events, like the, especially at this point, like two of the formats are a no brainer. It's definitely gonna be old school and middle school. Right. Um, But it's always that tricky third format because I think finding vintage players has always been the biggest challenge. It's definitely the smallest group. but that's what we stuck with. Right, and, and a lot of the vintage players kind of glommed together anyways to make their teams. Mm-hmm. So, like, I played old school, but I could have played vintage. Well, then that's one less dude in the pool for vintage. Or, like, um, you, your team, the Killer Bees, uh, you know, you would have thought Mullen or Jago could have probably either played vintage. Probably, right? and yeah. then But they're on the same team. So it, it kind of dilutes the pool even further. Yeah, I think we tried – didn't we try doing something where it was, like – Choose your format, you get assigned to which team, yeah. and then you kind of get paired based on that. Yeah, that that goes back to... That got to, even more confusing. Well, we, it was sort of with, yeah, the, I mean, with the understanding that the teams would be chosen at random because there were some concerns about... Power creep? Power creep. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh, this team's too powerful, you know, whatever. So that didn't work out that way, and then we had to kick the can down the road all the way to February. Yeah. And... We were going to do teams, so why not do it in Madison? But yeah. it did have the effect of creating a smaller pool of people and having a smaller event, which was sort of in our interest anyway. Well, Super Bowl weekend wasn't probably the best choice. Yeah, I don't either. know how that landed. No, nobody was paying attention. I, we, we, yeah. yeah, we just got sick of kicking the can down the road and put it on the calendar and didn't even think twice. But And I wasn't able to make it, but I was curious what – uh, the addition to middle school was because last time we did old school legacy and vintage and now yeah. we did old school middle school and vintage. What did you guys think about that? Middle school as a format to me seems like, yeah, the biggest no-brainer addition because it's what I, – I mean, there's there's some lords who I would say old school has taken a secondary focus to middle school. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, pretty Pretty reasonably. It's 
I would say the Lords of the Pit. At this point, we're like as much a middle school club as we are an old school club. Yeah, it's um, probably like 60-40. And I think the cool part about that is you have some format specialists like Lorian really flexing his yeah. his knowledge over the over the card pool and skill. He was yeah. the only person to go undefeated. Right. Playing a great deck, Psychotog, but it's like all these things where um you know, sure, you know that there's a good strategy or a good deck, but finding that perfect version, you know, his his deck played a bunch of one drops. He was playing Force Spike and uh, what's that card called? Opt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Because you play enough with a strategy and you realize, yeah, you're not really doing anything on the first turn. You can do, you can try to duress, but it's easier to fit blue spells in than black spells. Certainly. So I just think that type of deck building joys, t- choice speaks to having uh, format experience. Oh yeah, he is goes the farthest back with Psychotog too. He's more yeah. or less perfected the way that build should go. It's amazing. He so, was also on a stone cold heater. He went ten and one in games, five and zero in matches. Well great. it's funny because on on the drive up so we a lot of the teams drove up together. Uh, and then so Lorian and I and Shane, the cult of doom, we all drove up together and Lorian's like, I don't know what deck to play. He had like two or three decks with him. Dude, remember like when fully we, yeah. tournament ready decks. Yeah, yeah. He's like, should I play the rock or Jund or I forget what all the options were. But we're like, just stick with the Psychotug and went buck wild with it. Remember, uh, so our our teams got paired in the first round. Yeah, right, so now let's get into that. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember Lorian sits down at the table and he's like, Shit, I'm nervous, dude. Yeah, he gets all amped up, man. <laughs> he gets all amped up. But and now now knowing that he would like proceed to crush every single person, it's like, well, yeah, clearly you do well under pressure. Yeah, no shit, right? right. So I'll I'll set the tone here. Carter's handed off the football. Um so <laughs> I'm more the, like I'm getting strip sacked. <laughs> strip sack, strip search sack, ball. So the killer bees was Jaco, Mullen, and Carter, and the cult of doom was myself, Shane and Lori, and we were kind of like talking a little bit of smack. Well, it was mostly the killer bees running their mouths. I mean, let's be honest. Like the mouthiest team. Let's be honest. If you were to guess which team was most likely to win, I would have picked us. I would have picked the killer bees. <laughs> <laughs> because we had two we had two members of the winning team last. That's true. It's like sub me for Bob, it's a no-brainer. Yeah. yeah. So we ended up not so fast. We, we felt like the we felt like the championship <laughs> was gonna run through one of those two teams. And we got paired in round one. And and I'll let I'll let you take it from there, Carter. Okay. Well, yeah, like such a <laughs> setup. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's here's even more backstory. I come back from Chalice, a spiky event. Ooh, yeah. Featuring many old school luminaries from around the country. E- yes, even the globe. And I get back to town. I'm like, you know what? I I've just bought the rest of my volcanics, the rest of my taigas. I'm like, I'm putting some fucking powerful four strip mine lightning bolt deck together and i'm like well that atog shell tried and true it's powerful not too many people play it all i got to do is like hedge out moss to become like the atog king of chicago but of course i'm too proud to just say like moss like what's your deck list i'm just gonna copy it i have to, i have to do some sort of variation on it or i'm just like shamelessly ripping them off yeah so I'm, I have always, so my time playing mono green has built a 
deep love and appreciation for Argothian pixies. I still think that that creature is like kind of underplayed in old school because you can use it to punch through their factories and save your strip mines th for their colored sources. And if you look at a lot of these decks, like um, like the Workshop Aggro deck, for instance, they I feel like that deck has a lot more trouble casting their blue spells than they do their six cost artifacts, even if you're stripping them off their workshop. Now, you've played more with the deck and probably can speak more to that particular problem. Yeah, but there's not a lot of double blue in there. Because well, the version I played, the more aggro-y version, is you just need the one blue for copy and ancestral and time lock. True, um, but you're playing four workshops, four strips, four factories, something like that. Yeah, and uh, and maybe, a library, and 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 you've got your library, so yeah. that's um, thirteen colorless. And a couple tundras and a sea or something like yeah, that. Some yeah, some amount of tundras and seas to get up to maybe twenty lands, and then you're adding in the. Um, the artifact mana to yeah. go up to 26. So, anyway, I've just always maintained that Argothian Pixies is good in the format. So I built a rug Atog deck that doesn't touch um, black, but plays Argothian, and I'm thinking, well, I need a one-drop. Green has a ton of interesting one-drops to play. I could jack Derek Walker's idea and play Naf's Asps and some amount of Winter Orbs or... Um, That's too slow, man. Scavenger Folk. But, I, you know, I've, I've always been a fan of Scribs Rights, too. It's a flyer. It gets in there. It's, it's one mana. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to try this out, too. So I'm, I put together this kind of Aedtog variant. A lot of the tried and true cards, but I've got a different creature package. And I sit down for Moss, I'm like, all right, well, this is, you know, when the deck's going to be put to the test. Right out of the gate. Here gates. we go. Yeah, there's no shit talking all day. It's just an immediate showdown. Yeah, it's here we go. So, like, I blink and we're at game three. It's pretty much... Yeah, game one, you bolted me a ton. Game mm -hmm. two, I did I just ball you with, like, a couple strips and a couple onks or something like that? I feel like you played an early onk and... You know, it's it's a really interesting match because it's very um, it's about exchanging resources. Mm -hmm. You you know what card is really fucking important in the matchup actually is factory mm -hmm. because it can't be chain lightninged. Right. And so you'll wind up with these incidental burn spells in your hand that you don't really want to cut, but you can't bolt the Atog, um, and you want to send some amount of damage to the face because you don't want to be taking damage from their vice. It's just like a very interesting. It's back fun. and forth. It's a fun match. It is fun. It is fun. And so um, game three, I'm on the play, mm -hmm. which definitely have an advantage there. Um, my hand is Vice, Atog, Blue Blast. I, actually, no, I have double Vice. I have double Vice, Atog, Blue Blast, Land, Lotus, Regrowth. So I have the ability on the first turn to play the Lotus, crack it, regrowth it, and play the Atog, plus the two Vices, plus Blue Blast up. Holding so, up for Blue Blast, yeah, with your land. So I'm like, okay, this seems this seems like a pretty powerful hand, but my inexperience with the with the deck and the matchup had didn't didn't inform me that the what was going to end up happening is there was going to be like an eventual exchange of resources, and by putting my whole hand on the table on that first turn, I've used my Lotus and thus caught, 
cut myself off of peeling like my most powerful cards, which are the draw sevens. Yes. So I could have, something I could have done was played Lotus, regrow Lotus, leave the Lotus on the table and play something like double vice. Yeah. Yeah, because that that ATOG ended up not getting a whole lot of value because I just started chaining it and then making you sack those vices to keep your guy alive. You blue blasted the first chain, and then the second chain you had to sack a vice, and then I think I chained it again or something. But like I just quickly got out from under the vices. Yeah, you got yeah, and made you sack your board, and then I still killed the ATOG anyway somehow. Right. Well, by the yeah, by the end. Oh yeah, we'll get, I remember how I killed him. Because I, I waited for I, I had boarded in um, your favorite card Falling Star, oh yeah, and I waited for you to play the Scrub Sprite, and then I hit <laughs> both of them with the Falling Star. Yeah, yeah. Because by then, yeah, it had just been like I I'd been ground out of resources, and so but you also went dry on your land drops after that too, right? Yeah, but it's it's kind of kind of to the same point. It's like well from from there, what can I draw that's good? Because lands I need to cast my spells, but they're bad. You know, yeah. it's that I just I felt like I put myself in a position where practically nothing that I would draw would be good. And I think I, I had a couple of man lands and then I got a uh, Serendib out and then just kind of two you, two you, four you, four you, then played a dib and that was it. Yeah. And I and you were keeping your Serendibs in the board. Oh, yeah. And so I so you you elect to play the main deck onks dibs in the board and then switch them out when when you think either is good and i didn't see them game two so i had i also had one city in a bottle main which wasn't actually good for me uh, all day yeah i mean like you know it that's the type of card that when it's good when it's good but i don't know um and yeah I think I took the bottles out in game three, and so then your serendips were live. Or maybe I just had one. But since I'm not playing Tudor, it's like, it's not as impactful. Sure. Well, you got schooled. Well, so, yeah, the good the good guys won. <laughs> um, and, yeah, your team proceeded to whoop everyone's ass. Everyone else went two and three. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of weird. Yeah, Cult of Doom finished 5-0. Every, everyone else was two and three. Which is bizarre. Yeah. But, that you know, that's round-robin magic for you, too. Shane actually had kind of a tougher day in Vintage. He was playing PO, I think. Uh, and there were four of the six lists were PO in the room. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he ended up finishing one and four, but his one win coincided with my one loss. That sounds so, so he familiar. picked me up. Yeah, right? <laughs> so he, he picked us up. Feels like. And my one loss was to Butson, who is the unofficial ATOG killer. He was playing Esper Workshops, and I had him down in game three, but he top-decked pretty well and blew my nuts off. I give him a little credit, Moss. <laughs> <laughs> well, he top-decked Mox. Like, I had him. <laughs> yeah, I had double on. Not throw him a <laughs> I'm sorry, but Yeah, that's kind of. <laughs> I mean, he, he even said so, I think. But, like, I had him under a double onk, and he had, like, one land out. But he top-decked Soul Ring, Mox, Suchi, whereas I had drawn, like, three Volcanic Islands in a row and then... I got blown away. I mean, I paid it back in my match. I ripped a time twister at like the exact moment when the game was getting away from me and drew Lotus and a couple bolts to yeah. win. But Argothian was as good as I would hope to against his thing. But they can still what tap it with the icy. That's true, but they need icy. Yeah. And if you're tapping it there, it's like they're trading 
five mana for two. Yeah. It's like I'm still doing other things. Yeah. Do you keep your oxen against workshops? Mm, probably. Or do, you, do you shave them? No. I don't know. I, I don't remember what I, I. I probably kept them in there because I, I almost never take those out. What about the sprites? How are they? The sprites I boarded out because they just died to a trike. So you cut, you didn't even run the full eight bolts, right? You had six bolts? Yeah, six. Yeah. Sprite sucks, man. I'm going to keep playing them because I think that the only pixies card that really like. punishes yeah, pixies. pixies yeah, pi pixies are good. But the card that really punishes pixies is Earthquake. Sprites get around Earthquake. Yeah, but. I could try Curd Ape. If I put, if I got two more uh, tropicals in my deck, hmm. that would be interesting. I could play Curd Ape. That would be interesting. Cut the to bottle. See. I think that Kurt would be. Kurt Kurt might be that powerful that yeah. you can just get rid of bottle. Because that guy he's also really good against flying, which a lot of people are playing, so I think you jam it and hope you're not playing Earthquake. It's not that prevalent. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm okay with them earthquaking for four to kill my Kurt Ape. Or for three, sorry. To kill my Kurt Ape. Yeah, falling Star is the new tech, baby. Yeah, it's that's not even that new, but like I, I'm just now slowly coming around to just how damn powerful it is. I really, really dislike the card. Yeah. I, I dislike it. it because... I would rather have it than Earthquake almost every time. Well, Especially against aggro where I don't want to burn myself down, but I can blow up two, three, four of your guys. I, it's not that I don't think Falling Star is powerful. I think Earthquake, it's an actual card you can play around. There's like interesting deck building considerations. Mm -hmm. I think just I think Falling Star just head, hedges non-dib, non-ATOG creatures out of the format. It's too efficient for what it does. Well, no one's playing four of yet. Maybe you don't need four. Two I, I know is Mano was two is crazy. Ball or something, but yeah, I mean, there's obviously times when it's not as, good, but it's just uh, it 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 does kind of frustrate me. Hmm. Like there's it you know like white weenie or it makes it so that you kind of have to splash blue so you can blast it. Mm -hmm. Mono green. There's, well, if Mono you remember, black. originally we didn't have the whole manipulate your opponent's cards thing. It was just like split second, which is kind of bullshit because it's a non-old school mechanic. Yeah, even that's back. just not – I think you just restrict it and move on from there. Wow. Bold. Bold statement, yeah. Bold yeah, and spicy. Right. Well, <laughs> it's up to you to go out there and get yeah. it restricted. So Ring the bell. Build up. <laughs> Completely broken. Well, yeah, he, he got blown here. out one time by the yeah, Atog it, it, King it, over it, here by the Falling no, Star. No, I've, I've, I've played against that card a lot, and it's you know in in an aggro mirror where you both are playing red, it's kind of who peels it first. I just think it's not an interesting card. Well, you got those folks now, so you can go rock your Falling Stars and <laughs> just warp the format, see what happens. I don't know. Just in regards to in regards to more more. Uh, Diversity of, of creatures. Because Lightning Bolt puts enough pressure as it is. It's like, you don't need that other nonsense. So I guess just to kind of uh, move on here from the Madison daytime, we continued our tradition and had our Essen House meetup that night. And I know you bailed out for a family event, Carter, but mm -hmm. it was pretty fun. It, it was very similar to years past. There was So it was fucking loud as shit? It, was, it, was, it seemed the loudest of the years I've been there. But like, oh, really? We, we were basically directly across the room in front of the stage. So, like, those horns section or whatever they had, trumpet, <sighs> Dude, the brass I remember about last year my being so loud. And, like, and just the slamming of uh, glasses on tables. Yes. And oh, yeah. It's insanely loud It's in so rowdy. Like, by the it's end of the seat. night, <laughs> by the end of the night, like, all my nerves were frazzled. <laughs> you know, I've been up for, like, 20 hours, caffeinated all day. 
just and then like just the the, the psychic bombardment of this like polka music polka music <laughs> and i'm waiting for matt braun this is at the very end of the night it's like midnight or 11 45 mm-hmm. and matt braun's battling one of i think dane and they've been like they're just like grinding away in this middle school battle and he's just like stuck in a perpetual land tax upkeep trigger <laughs> just I'm, always shuffling I'm like, hey, his dude, i'm really tired let's go back to the hotel he was staying at the same hotel as us and like you know hanging out talking to the other fellows the other two um uh, Minneapolis guys and uh, mm-hmm. like another 10 minutes go by and like I swear to God he's still on a on a land tax <laughs> trick I'm like hey man I'm out of here dude I, I, I can't handle this shit yeah it's just that's it but uh, yeah it was good I had I had a uh, good food it was I had a what sour bratten no I went with the prime rib special which is the best EV play because it's like a, a whole dinner for 24 bucks yeah. with a prime rib oh, and like here so in the good. city that'd be like 60 bucks at least yeah I love a prime rib yeah uh, but yeah, big ass menu. But yeah, it was loud as fuck in there. Shane and I played some '95, played some vintage, played some middle school. Good service as usual. Yeah, it was a little bit chaotic because we got there and they'd fucked up our reservation, but they just made space for us. So started out a little shaky, but they found two big tables. Perfect. I'm sick. Yeah, I have I have great fondness for that restaurant. But my aunt, yeah, my aunt lives in um, the. Madison Burb. So I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little two for one here. So wholesome. We do the tournament. It was actually wholesome as shit. I had like a like a stew at her house and like spent the night there oh, at my know. aunt's house. Like, what That's the amazing. fuck? Hey, you save but some money and everybody loves stew, especially especially you. Peter. I love a stew, a blue stew, but <laughs> <laughs> but so, yeah. So that was um, looking at the looking at the data of this. So this event, of course, since we've done it four times, we have the most data about size and yeah, the, money raised and, and whatever. The, the first time it was 22 guys, or they're like right around two dozen or a little bit below that. Then the second year was kind of like the floodgates and old school scene were opening up. It was like 55 dudes or 53 dudes. Which is just amazing growth just from the first. Yeah, that from, was from, from 17, from one 18. year. Yeah, You'd one think year. that it would take a little more time, but mm-hmm. it was that precipitous. Um, and it was just like, whoa, who the hell are all these people? <laughs> you know what I mean? I definitely remember feeling that way. Um, plus, like, the venue does not lend itself well to that many people because it's public. It's so public. it's you're, it's really hard to fight for your seating. There's no reservations. Right. So it's like it just grabs some tables. Yeah. yeah. It is, and it will fill up. This is the, you know, University of Wisconsin. Yeah, it's Madison packed. Student Union. Yeah, it's, it gets packed after, like, 1 p.m. And then last year, so it was still old school only, but we kind of shrank it down purposefully to like what thirty six forty something like that. Yeah, we we cut Pulled about back. twelve or eighteen spots. Yeah, and then this year way down. Very intentionally. Yeah. So and clearly, old school. This year, based on the Super Bowl and based on yeah. the team format, but you know, wasn't necessarily a bad thing, was it? Or old school is dying. No, I, I think if okay, we had made Nathan. it a public event, I think we could have gotten at least three dozen people there. I think we just had a little bit that barrier to entry, which was organizing a team, which is kind of difficult. Well, and uh, to just end with that, I wanted to make a recommendation for the next team tournament mm-hmm. uh-huh. to go old school, middle school, bridge the gap in between with classic. Old school plus middle school. Yeah. And it, a restricted right? list. So. Yeah. I would play just the shit the, out of that. Just, yeah. just throwing that so out no, there. So I no other would... card. You could pretty much use your same card pool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. So it's a combination of the two card pools. and Yeah, that could actually be pretty fun. I don't know. So 
I like that. There are some there are some um, vintage specialists who kind of come out of the woodwork to play the tournament, but I'm sure they could come out for classic. Um, yeah, and, I mean, if you have all the restricted cards, true, the duels. Very true, and uh, you know, the reason we had pushed vintage onto the ticket previously is there's so little opportunities to play. Right. Although mm-hmm. now that has changed we're because doing we're doing the leagues. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Ah, excellent segue, Bob. Pro, pro segue. Yeah, we might have touched on this on the last one, but our, our Lords Leagues are sort of our version of the, the Neos Monthlies, except we're trying to meet up in person and resolve. I think some games might have been re- resolved via Skype matches. No, but not many. If it, I don't know of any. I haven't done it's, any. Yeah, it's mostly adding like structured, some amount of structured play competitiveness to our casual meetups. And in fact, after we record this podcast... Bob and I are going to battle it out. Oh, right here on my table? Yeah. Right over, oh, right on the table, boy. It's going to be a bloodbath. I'll, I'll judge. We'll play on the level, floor. So level yeah. 69 yeah, judge. Fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you, did, you, did you think that – I think people are responding well to a little bit of structure, a little bit of competition. Oh, it's great. Yeah, I've loved it. And, like, yeah. the, the battles have just been happening all over the city. Like, we went down to the south side a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them have been map room Sundays, uh, crown stuff, other – other meetups, but um, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, I got annihilated today in Vintage League. I, I did my third trimester, and I played Bob, um, Andy, and Tim Barron, and I went, I went oh three, two and six, and I just got fucking vaporized. It was a sour ending because in trimester two I went two and one. This is in Vintage, so I'm like, yeah, oh, maybe I'm turning it around. I'm kind of, I'm a shitty Vintage player anyway, so it's like I'm kind of taking my lumps and learning and thinking maybe I'll turn it around in trimester three, and nope. Bob well, Renan sixed me like a fucking scumbag. You know it's, 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 it's a funny novice. thing because you won game one, I did. and you started getting kind of cocky. I didn't say a <laughs> fucking word, Bob. Yes, I, you, you were smiling. Your ma- oh, your mannerisms. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. were. Oh, you know I fucking hate you, Bob. You were oh, chuckling, yeah. shuffling up. I did not like, chuckle. I'm going to crush him. You were, you were I didn't say nothing. No, what happened was, no, I got I got caught in the crossfire because Nathan's over my shoulder like a fucking harpy barking at Bob after I beat him. So Bob's just transposing all that hate onto me. No, no. You're lucky Nathan was back there because he wanted to give you all sorts of sideboard tech. No, I, I had a I had I fucked up in game two and deserved to lose that, but are you playing the the workshops deck? Yeah. Yeah. Are you keeping the same vintage deck throughout all three trimesters? Because I know you've changed your Yeah, it was like seven I I might have rotated like three or four cards. I played the same thing the whole time. But it's like keep the Keep the same yeah. strategy. Yeah, I took my lumps. I'm just so rusty because I hadn't played vintage. I mean, in like a year and a half. Prior you probably to need league. to buy a bunch of cards <laughs> well, to yeah. play this time. Didn't you? I, I I did pick up some stuff too. Yeah, I was a little. I'm a little behind on the time still. I'm like, I, what's this fucking card? Doesn't change that much. No, but like you know? frag. But like since I last played vintage, there's so much more hate. Like force of vigor, fragmentize. Oh yeah, force of vigor is a was a big piece it really just cut shops down <laughs> yeah. to like one there was one time two. where like jaco had a vintage deck and you just so happened to have one on him and i'm like oh moss can i borrow your vintage deck he's like yeah it's been a, a little while since i put any thought into it and i'm like okay <laughs> sure and i just play like a two mana one one and jaco goes like force of kill both of your artifacts <laughs> force of destroy. Like, what the fuck is yeah. this yeah I, I may play have, another one. One. I may have cast three against Moss in game three. Yeah, so it was rough. It was rough justice. It's pretty good. Yeah. yeah, I've played three different decks in each of the trimesters, 
for each for each, each format. Each one. We're talking vintage still. So, so this is just in, in vintage, and also for middle school as well. Actually, so oh, I've been nice. doing a lot of deck building every mm. three weeks. I gotta yeah. build a couple new decks, but it's been nice because I'm not typically a blue deck player in, in vintage, but it's been great having uh, the impetus to do it, the the opportunity to try something new. And boy, is that quite a power level? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good, good times. Yeah, the stew. Good times. Yeah, so. I, shops, man. Just I kept getting fucking blown out by PO. I don't think I beat PO a single time. Um, you know, yeah, you're just hurt you on tap and win. I did beat Shane was playing. I think a four C Planeswalker deck, and he was using Fragmentize and just kept blowing up everything on my board. Mm. But I got there with Manlands. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, sweet. You playing four. Four factories and just that. There, there's nothing else, right? Yeah. Just that. So, uh, Bob had alluded to middle school league. So let's go back to that. Yeah. Um, I had my big showdown with Greg. Oh, I was Crown. there. Ooh, Greg was not <laughs> happy. Greg dude. was stewing, man. He was pissed. So uh, oh, for trimester two, set I set the scene a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, Greg. Greg, how about you okay. can set the scene with okay. our our first match. Okay, well, um, this is trimester two. So t in trimester two, I decided to like trimester one. I wanted to play something super spiky, super parasitic, and just try to roll people. <laughs> so uh, it worked. And because it, these are your friends, you're playing. Yeah, against. these you are my friends. You just want to crush them. It doesn't so, matter. But this is supposed to be competitive. So like, why would I show yeah. up with something that's not reasonable when mm -hmm, sure when we're trying to you know. Put glory on your back, right? So For sure. I played red, uh, red, black goblins in trimester one. Went two and one. Felt really strong with it. I'm like, all right, gonna completely mix it up. I played blue white standstill in, in trimester two. Boo. Yeah. So I'm taking a cue from Greg, who that's all he plays. Uh -huh. That's literally the only thing he plays. Masterful with it because it's, I mean, how bad do you have to play to like fuck that? Up, really, <laughs> it's like. It's that good. You just sit there and draw cards. You sit there, draw cards, resolve standstill, mm -hmm. animate uh, uh, fairy conclaves, and then boom, you're done. Uh, you walk out of there with a big W. So I did get to pair it up against Moss in trimester two, and uh, I put on somewhat of a clinic, and uh, I don't know at what point you got so wholly oh, yeah. tilted oh, in yeah. game. Oh, it was a full, I mean, like, really? it was a full Mullen tilt. Like, oh, like he I picked like up my cards and just cursed Bob out. <laughs> but it was, it, some of it was a redirected rage that was really should have been reflected in myself because I played a powder keg. Mm -hmm. uh, then Bob plays standstill. And I was thinking a powder keg is ratchet bomb. So I could blow up the standstill if I just pass a turn ticking up my keg. So, but it doesn't uh -huh. hit enchantments. Oh, it does. So I had passed the turn twice. I was, well, I was literally just thinking like, oh, you play the keg. You're no, and then, oh. and then I sack the keg. Nothing happens. And then I'm like, <laughs> I'm like shocked. But the, the, the funny thing is, Bob didn't even call me out. And I'm like, sack the keg, blow up the standstill. And I put it over there, put it in my graveyard. And I'm like, wait a minute. Pick it back up. I'm like, Bob, that didn't even fucking work. <laughs> Holy shit, I just gave you three free turns. And then I, I just cast something else. Bob That's draws great. three cards. I just immediately pick up my deck and start chewing them out. I'm like, this is fucking bullshit. You get like five extra cards and two extra turns. You fucking scumbag. Hey, man. That's what, it, that's what happens when you're headed to play. Just that's right. We got that fucking, fucking ugly ass face smiling at me from across the that's table great. right now, just like then. You kind of had to like get up out of your seat, go I like did. shake it off and come I did, back dude. for game two. <laughs> And then I rolled you again in game two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, game two was actually a game, though. Uh -huh. 
Because there was a there was a lot of back and forth. Obviously, I mean, no, I I stood no chance, but. I didn't like just completely tilt and go off my rocker on like turn three. <laughs> like last game. I'd be like, you know what? You can win. No, dude. Bob's like, no, nah, dude. You get pissed. I'll just soak up his W. Yeah. Oh, I was. I that was is the great up. part about playing against your friends. It's like, I've, I've felt that given the circumstance, if I was playing in a tournament and somebody was upset, I would, I would evaluate the situation as, you know what? It's actually not even worth beating you. Like I would rather just, right, just like scoop, end like this speed. end this experience. Exactly. Yeah. However, when it's a pal, you when just a pal, twist the knife. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh yeah. all the more. Yes. Yeah. Once you see that weak I point, I just want to crush. Once you. you see that that fleshy weak point, you just put your thumb in it and press <laughs> and, just and twist. Press. Yes. Here we go. Uh, so anyway, so that's a long way to set the tone. Yes. Uh, so I had a re or a, a, a second match in that trimester with standstill. Greg, of course, always plays standstill. I'm like, well, fuck, I'm gonna get rolled. So I'd been kind of, uh, Greg had been difficult to get a hold of, but I'm like making him come to me. I'm like, look, <laughs> you, your phone calls. And yeah, I'm like, if you can't come up here and battle on my turf, then you're just going to have to scoop to me. <laughs> Spoken like a true Logan Square dweller, by the yeah. way. <laughs> oh, it's not in my neighborhood? Yeah. I guess it won't go. So he, uh, <laughs> we sat down, and lo and behold, I crushed him with my mud deck, the artifact deck. Yeah, that was good. What but he, so differently this game time? one, he just got mana screwed, and I manipulated like his one island with my port and got there with factory beats great and then game yeah, he kept two, like a landlight hand against a, a he probably didn't expect i wasted you to disrupt a, i wasted a, a like one or two fairy conclaves too so we had no threats nothing yep, yep. definitely paid a man played a man land that doesn't help him can't do anything to that mm-hmm. he manipulated his mana and he got balled game two i played a turn two defense grid turn three master core he didn't have an answer he couldn't force him and he just got nuked so that was that. Interesting, because if you had any, well, no, you just need swords, right? Because mass core can regenerate. Yeah, yeah, I, c- I, c- I can see that happening. I'm like, okay, now Moss is passing the turn. He's got one card, and then the turn after, he's definitely going to be on the master core plan, where every draw step is just another turn of yeah. of master core until the end. Yep, until he deals cool. with it. I mean, it clocks fast. You know, it takes five turns. It's hard to disrupt. He couldn't really play. He like tried to play a chump blocker. Those just get pinged down. Tried yeah. to cycle decree of justice. Yep. And then there was. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, no. Because you never tapped out of being able to regenerate. Because you always had the ancient tomb up. Yep. I just kept the tomb up. Yeah. So, I think people are responding really, really well. Uh, who's got the highest? I wonder if anyone is like a. a Nobody's XO any. in any league, no, right? No, certainly not. Nobody's or was Stacko XO in Vintage? Well, I'll have to go back and check. He, he was. Is, he is lagging on some of his matches. There's some couple to wrap up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still from trimester two, you know, things get in the way and we have to accommodate people that are out in the suburbs and things like that. Sure. So I think there's some, some of that going on, but he's certainly going to make the playoffs, I would expect, in Vintage. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if he's what the chances are are that he goes 0-3 in here in the third trimester, but Rem- it's exciting stuff. So remind me again, there's a it's a cut to it's what? A t- cuts to top four. Cut to top four. Top four, and then you play best of five matches. Okay. For that round, each round of the playoffs, so you have to play three at least three different decks within those five matches. Yeah, it's sick. Yeah, it's and I've been in the playoffs. The last two times we did Vintage League, mm-hmm. and those are really something. Yeah, the, it's intense. Uh, honestly, they're they're super intense. 
They take hours. And Best of five. I think you came by actually when we did it at Hopewell and just like hung out and like that. Yeah. That is a fun time to just oh, yeah. hang out. People just to and be there to watch, watch it. I would. I would totally go. Like yeah. battle these super long matches that have you know mm-hmm. a little bit of money on the line and certainly a lot of pride. It's a lot of endurance. It is. It's yeah. mentally uh, taxing. You know those those really competitive matches. Takes a lot of brain power. And and I think once you're in the playoffs. There's no actually phase like accepted. You know? <laughs> oh no, it's it's, it's kind of nice. It's real. It's yeah. R E L. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, Jaco, I so I've played the same middle school deck for all I I just locked it in. I'm like I'm going to play the same deck all three trim, trimesters. Um and I'm playing against Jaco this time and I'm like okay, he is my whole 75. <laughs> like Well, I think everyone does at this point because they published the list from the first one. I just know that 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 information is in his hands is oh, more yes. dangerous than it would be in in my hands. I would say. Yeah. Well, you know, he's also he's a cunning opponent. That's I I refuse to email him my list my two both lists because I, he that's was my how I, I was like I, I don't want to tip my whole hand. I should be able to mess around with my sideboard. Well, you should have. You should have. And then I can adjust my sideboard based on who I don't know. Well, you should have reserved the chance to change your list and not have told him all three would be the same. You know what I'm saying? Because then you could be like, oh, I'm in the third trimester, when I play Jayco, it'll be something completely yeah, different. Yeah, I'm going to play, sure. yeah. And, but we did hold ourselves accountable mm-hmm. and like, I sent my list to Shane and Shane sent his list to me when we were playing Jayco. So someone had the, the <laughs> 75 logged, but it wasn't the man uh, on the other side of the table. <laughs> Jayco's not going to do that, but no. why make it easy for him? No, I'm yeah. just like, but there's the threat. Totally. There's certainly the threat, and he's he's a tough opponent. Yeah, I've got I've not got for him. me. <laughs> I annihilated him with my zombies, bro. Oh, shit. <laughs> Played main deck null rod and scummed out his sick eggs. Yeah, I'd be down on the eggs with the goblins myself. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. he beat me in vintage, so he got the, yeah he, he got beat the me in vintage lap. too. He was on a scummy po list. Oh, well, fancy <laughs> that! Figure. Oh, all the rage. Yeah, dope. So you, Bob visited one of the newest old school clubs on the scene. I did. Because apparently you get to go to Hawaii in February and yeah, escape from it was, Chicago. It was a great a great time to have a work trip uh, yeah. in uh, yeah, no Oahu. Shit. So Pure value. Enjoyed I enjoyed that very much. Yeah. But yeah, so I had remember reading a couple years back on Facebook that there was some club or guy out in Hawaii. I remember the name Birds of Paradise from the time and then I forgot about it and I've been to Hawaii a couple times here and there for travel and everything and then this most recent time uh, Brandon Sanders when he made this very risque uh, eternal chaos post on Facebook oh yeah you know drummed up a bunch of uh, did, really did folks. people yeah. did people respond he like posted he on the because um, I'm, I'm uh, not on that yeah uh, what is that group that like old right, school. old school magic for life or whatever it was. Yeah. I don't know which one it was. But High uh, density. Of well, hold on, hold on a second. So let's let's paint that picture really quick. So Sanders <laughs> has this eternal chaos, yes. which is after game one, you can crack a pack of any magic product, any, any magic booster. booster pack. Yeah, and then sideboard in from that. Pack. This is just total hair up his ass idea. But he like, made this like promo poster <laughs> that had like satanic imagery and an upside down an upside cross. down cross. And, and that's apparently just, there was a lot of people. Uh, there was not a lot, but there were a couple people taking issue with that. Yeah. And then there was a whole thread about, oh, this isn't the. It's like the, the 90s image all we're over again. To do. Exactly. It's, <laughs> like it's these so motherfuckers can't circular, see the forest right? for the trees. Like the idea is like, hey, let's just play a crazy 
non-format Chaos, format. anarchy, like, mm-hmm. you know, like those are the buzzwords of the, yeah. you know, just to give some sort of, you know, symbol, not even really symbolism, but just context to the, to the idea. But yeah, anyway, right. uh, I noticed this guy in a very Hawaiian photo on the thread, like throwing it back at the, you know, <laughs> religious people or whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, this is the guy. This is that guy who okay. I saw before oh. from the Dudes of Paradise. Of and, I, and I started yeah. chag- chatting with him. The Dudes of Paradise is the club. And, and <laughs> That's great. They're, uh, so they're amazing guys. And I was like, hey, I'm going to be out there. I'll, I'm willing to bring cards. You know, we can meet up for some drinks and, you know, sling or whatever you want to do. So uh-huh. uh, Ken is sort of the head honcho over there, the organizer, the rally master, whatever you want to call it. And, mm-hmm. and uh, so he hosted the crew, the dudes over at his house, and we had a little round-robin tournament. So there were six of us. We uh, each played each other. I think someone took it down at five and one. Four and or one. Or f- four and one, yeah, exactly. Four and one. And it was called, they, they branded it, they called it the, the Nihilism Bowl, which is a nod to uh, the Big Lebowski, Dudes of Paradise sort of thing. The dude is their sort of mascot. That's great. And uh, so I want to shout out and thank Ken and Eli, who were amazing hosts and, and made sure I had a great time and uh, just made it really exciting. And then Dakota, Jeff, and Tom, who also came out, and we just had an, an awesome rocking time. And it sort of has catapulted them into the scene now because they're doing logos, they're doing you know all their branding, and they they're going to make T-shirts and they want to like get on the map and stuff. So we literally put them on the map on the Lords of the Pit page for all the clubs. But they're really excited, they're really enthusiastic about it. You know, Ken goes deep in his knowledge of old school. I think his pet deck is like a living plane. Kumbaji Witches uh, uh, Tracker deck. Dope. <laughs> That's great. So, uh, it'd yeah. Be, it'd be so interesting to pick those longtime players' brains about how they got product back in the day. Yeah, you know, these are yeah. all, all five of those guys are Navy navy vets okay. so i think that's that, sort of how that, they got transplanted that makes a bit out more there sense then. yeah so sure. uh, that was sort of the thread okay. running through yeah. uh all of their time in in hawaii they're yeah. they're way out there but you know they've been some ken i think has been playing since like unlimited so yeah so See, goes I, deep. I, he's from sacramento originally. i understand like they're out there and they have their scene but like bob you go to paradise and you're like hey maybe i'll meet up and play some magic while i'm <laughs> well it was an unresolved threat right yeah, it's yeah. like you'd, you'd yeah. heard about there's this you That's know exactly right. phantom scene out there yeah. let's see if it's actually but real. i mean I, how does it get more exotic than yeah, no Hawaii? Shit. so we would have been playing outside like under the palm trees and shit like that if, if it hadn't been raining I uh, but I can't give you too much shit for that, Bob, because I too have played old school magic in Hawaii when I went for a we- uh, buddy's wedding a few years ago. This is back in the day when I used to do those online tournaments. Mm. Oh yeah, and I took my deck and with my iPad played because I, I had some shit scheduled and I had some downtime. <laughs> right. Got so, to grind, dude. Yeah, it's like well, I could go enjoy the beach or I could play this. <laughs> Fucking Mishra's factory. <laughs> you know, it was fun. And we, we were originally going to play on Super Bowl Sunday yeah. and watch the game and do it. And I think we, we ended up moving it to the day before. But those guys were fantastic. I think we're going to see more of them. I think they're going to be coming into the West That'd Coast cool. events, you know. Hell yeah. And things like that. I've 
sort of hinted at the beasts that they should, you know, rope them into Chalice and, every, and everything else going out there. Mm-hmm. So it's so easy to get from Hawaii to California and vice versa, but mm-hmm. anything else is obviously more intensive. You know what? It's so cool how as all of this has grown, now it feels like no matter where you go or if you know if i were to relocate to practically any city in the united states i could just go there without knowing a single person and there'd probably be some kind of old school club for me to hook onto and i'd have and i'd have at least that yeah, yeah. that or there would be you know a petri dish for you to <laughs> Jizz to life, a old school club. <laughs> and yeah, cre- create it out of myself and clone it. It's, Sweet. Yeah. So that was a great time, and I, I appreciate appreciate all their What did you play? What did you play while you were out I there? played... Uh, the Dead. Bantgen. <laughs> the Dead. Bantgen, no okay. Bantgen. So still a good and, deck. It was really interesting that the meta was d- as diverse as it was. There was... Uh, a mo- uh, like sort of a green mud deck that got first place, and then there was like a mono black aggro, uh, and the deck, and no matter where in the globe you go, know, there's nothing is safe. I know. Well, it was sort of uh, a throwback because Ken, that was his like Ken played the deck when it was the deck sure. before it had a name. Yeah, you know. So, you know, not going to give Weissman any credit. You know, it was it was <laughs> it was out there in the in the ether before yeah, it yeah, was yeah. a known. It was. It was Ken's deck first. You you heard it here on the podcast. Yeah. Um, so looking looking ahead a little bit, we have uh, Lord's House, which I'm insanely excited. For. Two weeks, right? Yeah, we're two weeks out. Mere two so. weeks for this is like our club championship, yeah. three night getaway full of events and and tournaments and just generally goofing off and, and bonding. It's going to be some real fucking club solidarity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's not something that's open to the public. It's not something we're having, you know, if it's only Lords and then a couple friends from the drive-in market because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. space is super limited. It's out in the boonies an hour west of the city and we only had so much room. So yeah, it we just wasn't a tourist. Should be thing. should be a hoot. Yeah, we just wanted to do something as a as a club and have like a in-house championship among among other things. I think sometimes it's it's easy if you're if you're traveling to events to miss each other, you know, cuz you you feel like, "Oh, well, I don't want to pal around with these people who I know already." Yeah. I think it's good I think it's good to kind of remind us all of like the friendship that we have and the and the solidarity within the within the club so really really great idea for a yearly tradition yeah it's it's really going to be fantastic we're all very excited there's going to be middle school old school there's going to be our chaos trick chaos orb trick flips competition oh i've been practicing defending my title oh it's just another earned title because i was not there it's just another championship it's just another championship on my cv baby it's not uh, yeah it's 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 not going to be even close. There's going to be some unbelievable altered uh, alters for prizes for each of these events. Um, the Chaos Orb one is up on Instagram. Lady Death Touch did that one, and it is sick. It's a, it's a detonator with a blown at, blown to bits Chaos Orb on it. So Which doesn't make sense because a sorcery can't blow up 
chaos orb in response to its yeah, activation. Unless you raw ball. Yeah. <laughs> unless you uh, raw unless, ball. Unless I mean, I'll raw ball. On unless, you, unless you raw ball, dude. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I, I raw. If I have land mox ball, I'm going to raw ball. <laughs> I'm going to raw ball every yeah. time. Well, you're going to be detonating a chaos orb by throwing it six feet across the room. Yeah, like <laughs> a fucking ninja star stabbing yeah. Bob in the heart. <laughs> I'll be flicking it off my shoulder to win the trick flip competition yeah. easily. You, you couldn't land that one the last time, but we'll, we'll see what's up. We'll see what's up. I've got, hey, I've got some ideas. And w- yeah, so the big, the next pitcast will be live from Lord's house. Oh yeah, not broadcast live, recorded live. Recorded live. Okay, with yeah. a live it. audience. Yeah, <laughs> whoever wants to be there. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna see how many people we could rope in, but yeah, yeah it it will be yes, live live from the Lord's house just has such a good ring to it. Yeah. I'm excited. Um, but yeah, don't don't want to spoil too much of that. It's gonna be a spike fest. The yeah, tournament. That's oh, the, yeah. That's the oh, yeah. There is a Who doesn't want to be the club champion? Yeah. 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 It's for the, so there's not going to be, it's gonna dr- be intentional no draws hard. allowed, but it will be competitive and yeah. it will be a cut to top eight sort of situation. And, uh, you know, we tried to do top eight at the players' ball. That obviously did not work. So too this long. seems to be the, yeah, the format long. for it. Yeah. You know, we were trying to, trying to find a, a place for it. Because they are fun. Sure. Yeah. Even, even as a spectator, it's fun. Yeah. But after. It, yeah, it just kind of depends on the on the context, but yeah, this is a this is a really good time to actually do the competitive style tournament. So if there's no intentional draws, it means that there are still draws. If there's a top eight, uh, I don't think there will be draws. I think it sort of goes to flips. As yeah, you just go to flips by, by usual. You know, rounds interesting need to be. Ha- I thought the whole going to, to flips thing was just to was just a part of Swiss, really, not no draws. But if there, but it, the point is that the, if there are top eights, then there are the potential for intentional draws. So yeah, don't worry. I think about we got to nip that in the bud. And yeah, uh, I was I got to draw a noobcon. That that's a shit feeling. <laughs> You're like, what the I'm fuck? I'm like, I'm like, hey, you should scoop to me. I'm an American. I'm never gonna come here again. <laughs> I'm, I'm never gonna have have another chance. And he's like, oh, I was in the top eight last year. I'm not live for top eight, but I'm not going to scoop to you. And you should scoop to me. I'm like, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that well, sounds real enjoy mean. your draw. I yeah. ended a 2-0-1 oh, against the deck uh, at NoobCon uh, for that reason. But yeah, of course it would be the deck that drags it out all the way. What do you know? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah, we'll, 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 do it, we'll do it old school. We'll do it wild at that event, I'm sure. We'll be running wild. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It will be good times. So until Live at the Lord's House, anything else you wanted to touch up on? Could I'm just going to – go ahead. Or no, well, I, I, I was saying we could shout out, uh, in addition to the Dudes of Paradise, some other new tournaments and, and clubs yes. because, you know, we've, we've gotten to enjoy four years of Madison, for instance, but it's really cool to see inaugural yes. tournaments pop up. I'm really excited to read more about the uh, Desert Showdown. Unfortunately, that conflicts with uh, Kumite. Such a cool idea. It's such a cool precedent by saying, okay, this tournament has special rules. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Super si- exciting. Such a creative idea. Desert Twisters, I got, I got a chance to meet um, a, a handful at, uh, at Chalice, Justin and Kira and, and uh, Karen. So nice. And, and they just jumped up onto the scene with force, you know? They've become a real power now they had they were handing out stickers to everybody yeah. that just like yeah it uh it pains me that i you know have this i, I mean i'm not going to say obligation to go to kumite but that's it's just one of those tournaments that i've 
deemed unmissable. And yeah. it was scheduled uh, previous to that. Too. Yeah. So I was I was sure. sort of signed on for that yeah. well before. But uh, we're also going to be, all of us will be missing the San Antonio event, which yeah. conflicts That's with That's one House. I wanted to go to, actually, pretty badly. Yeah. But I want to go to the road. Yeah. Event. That would be wild. But anyway, know. they're going to have a great time. They're going to be going to bring my 28-foot horse whip. <laughs> horse whip. <laughs> Yeah, I want to go cowboy boot shopping with Mark Brothers. Yeah, it's, it's just day. it's getting to the point where like there's just so many good events now that there's like an equal amount of ones I wish I could go to as there are ones I can go to. I know Golden Age. There's just Here so many. Are. Like there was that yeah. event at uh, Gettysburg. So yeah, cool. Which is really cool. was there. Um, and they had a, a a great one on the East Coast, following up that as well. It was like a, a split thing. Honestly, like this on that Sunday was like a GP New York, New Jersey, oh, Jersey. side of it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Paul, too. I think. Yeah, and um, they they have crazy stuff coming up in New York. We're not gonna. Yeah, I, I don't know all the details on that, so let's not. Yeah, yeah exactly. Dig into but, that yet. but there's a yeah the whispers of something going on in the city. Well, there's insane. the crazy wow. one in Seattle in June, which is going to be that nightmare format, which is like unrestricted. <laughs> Unrestricted I'm, everything I'm through Urza Block. <laughs> so multiple sets of power, play for ante, but it's not like really ante. Like you ante a card, but it, ownership doesn't exchange at the end. It's going to be and uh, I'm thinking about wild. It. Some yeah. funny. I'm lot of turn to, one kill. I'm, I'm trying I, to I find a way to go to that. A lot of turn ones, for that's, sure. That is that is ballsy. I'll, I'll give it that. But I also want Unrestricted to Unrestricted Yogg's Will. I'm and good. Lotus. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. But, uh, yeah, I'm good. It's, it's a lot of turn It's a funny thought, but I think it sounds. We'll sick. see how it, we'll see how it goes. I'll let, I'll let some other guys beta test that it's, for us. Yeah. But you I wanted to play, you could play uh, tendrils of agony. Yes. <laughs> okay. Four wills, four tendrils. Okay. Sounds like uh, sounds like the second wizard wizard con. Yeah, it it, it, it will be. It's, it's in the spirit of. Of, of that, the, right. the it's, wizard's It's tournament. inherently unserious. It's just right. like get together and do a bunch of stupid shit. Yeah. That worked out well the first time with Wizards Tournament. Not so great the second time. Yes. Because we all it's still, saw it's what still, happened there. Yeah, but once people show up that aren't in on the joke, then <laughs> yeah. it's not funny. Exactly. That's exactly right. Yeah. But uh, before we forget, I want to shout out the Northern Pad- uh, Padawans. <laughs> Padawans? Padawans. The Northern Padawans? Oh, that's a Padawan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, the Paladins yeah, for coming all the way down from... Minneapolis. Great White War North down to Madison. That's pretty yeah. great. Dane is a great guy. Yeah, he's great. Dane, Dane got uh, most creative too for his hermit. Hermit, God, we can't fucking talk anymore. We better wrap this up. <laughs> hermit Druid hermit Oracle Stew on uh, Vintage in the teams. And then um, what else do we have? Aaron Dix played middle school Sly. Mm-hmm. And he also kicked my ass at Essen House with a uh, white weenie shadow deck. That was really sick. Ooh, very cool. And then um, who else? Oh, and then Michael Gross played Titania's Prison, which was a sick-ass brew. Yeah, that's just a generally baller deck. So, yeah, big ups to those guys for driving down to battle with us. And you've been working on the website. Yeah, so the, the only other, like, plug thing I wanted to make was just for the lordsofthepit.com. Uh, at the Arcanium section is where that's the place where we upload a bunch of scandulists some other miscellaneous uh, print media from the early 90s, mid-90s. Um, I've added a whole bunch more do lists. I've got a couple more things I need to post, but there's a lot of new material out there. And um, special shout-out to Jacob, who shared a little treasure trove of materials with me for scanning. So go check that out if you are into reading retro mags. My favorite stuff is the ads. Ads <laughs> for just, like, shitty yeah. video so games, nostalgic. shitty 
card games that fell by the wayside. It's, it's a trip. That's dope. Um, yeah, wrapping up, wrapping it up here for now. But uh, yeah, we'll catch you again live from Lord's house. Peace. <laughs> Are you